from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie B. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Wednesday, November the 3rd, 2021. Thanks for joining us. Thai Cats back at the practice field. Actually, their last practice ahead of Friday's game. They'll hold their walkthrough tomorrow and then, of course, take on the BC Lions Friday night under the lights at Tim Hortons Field. Hope you'll join us. Tickets available at TigerCats.ca. And uh, if you're coming down to the game, make sure to join us on Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross starting at 6 o'clock. Even if you're not coming down to the game, uh, make sure to have us tuned in. And then RJ and Luke will have the call starting at 7 o'clock. Speaking of the Ticats Audio Network, busy couple of days here as we get set for Friday's game, including a brand new episode of Morielli and Hitch and a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy uh, dropping today as well. I was joined by Matt Baker from the BC Lions to get the scouting report on Friday's opponent. So wherever you're checking out this podcast, make sure to go check out uh, those ones as well and subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great shows we have for you. A big show coming up today. Uh, We're going to hear from Coach O, as we normally do. Uh, We're going to hear from Tim White, who's having just a fantastic start to his CFL career. And we'll speak to Tim White's coach in Jared Baines. He's uh, responsible for the wide receiver the wide receiver coach uh, and have a chance to catch up with him so lots to get to coming up on today's program want to let you know yesterday we told you that jeremiah masoli was a top performer for week 13 well how about this he's named a top performer for the month of october yeah, Jeremiah Masoli was named uh, the one of the top performers for the month of October in the CFL, joining Montreal's David Menard and Winnipeg's Zach Caleros. Masoli started four games, completing 75% of his passes for 1,261 yards and seven touchdowns with no picks. He also added 12 carries for 99 rushing yards over that span and threw for 300 yards and at least two touchdowns in three consecutive games to close out the month. So congratulations to Jeremiah Masoli, a top performer for the month of September, just a few days after being named the CFL's top performer uh, for week 13. All right, let's hear from the head coach of the Ticats. That's Orlando Steinauer. Caught up with him after practice today and with a short week, started off by asking him whether the expectations change when you're only kind of hitting the practice field twice compared to maybe a bit longer week. Here's what he had to say. Um, our expectations raise every week. We, we talk about that all the time, Louis. So, uh, you know, obviously we, we do taper some expectations because the goal is to be healthy for the game, but also be prepared to win. So there's that fine line, but I I like the energy. I liked our attention to detail, uh, but ultimately there's a test every week. So uh, I do like our lead up so far, but there's more prep time, more, more stuff that we need to get accomplished before we take the field. Uh, We're banged up for sure. Um, But that's what it is. That's an honest answer. Doesn't make a difference. They're going to kick the ball off. We'll be ready to go. Well, I see, you know, an offensive attack that that's going to go down the field. Uh, uh, they're creative. Uh, I feel like their their defense plays hard. You know, I've competed against teams that are coached by Rick. You know, be it when he's a D coordinator or when he's been the head coach, and I know they'll be ready to play. 
So, you know, I see a football team that's, you know, they're out, they're out East, not to, not to go, go home denied. Right. And, and so that's, that's what the, the game is for. So uh, looking forward to a highly competitive game. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's just uh, one more variable to know about, but you know, we don't, we don't play records. We don't play streaks. Um, and, and we don't play, you know, we play a football team every week, right? So we don't, we don't kind of worry about that. Uh, we are aware of the situation, but that's, you know, it hasn't even been talked about, you know, between our walls at all. It's just, uh, just happens to be the situation that they're in, but our focus uh, 95% of the time will remain on ourselves. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke to us after practice today. Remember, you can catch full scrums, questions and answers, everybody involved uh, over at TieCats.ca. You'll be able to catch uh, Coach O, who we caught up with today, uh, Tim White, who we're going to play for you in just a second. Uh, we also caught up with Jovan Santos-Knox. So if you want to hear what uh, what they had to say in full, just head over to TieCats.ca to check out those full scrums uh, that's where you'll find them. But uh, mentioned we caught up with Tim White and lots of great stuff here from Tim. Uh, obviously having a, a breakout season in the Canadian Football League. Uh, and we asked him, or I asked him off the top, just kind of what's changed for him from week one as we're getting set here for, for week 14. What What's changed for for Tim White? Here's what he had to say. Um, I think it's like it's changed like situationally. Uh, like I said earlier in the season, like – there were times where I would get on the field, like on second down, and then I would think I would have a third down, and I didn't have that. So um, I think that way it's changed. And also, I'm just getting more comfortable, understanding the playbook more, uh, understanding my teammates more, and just gaining trust. I feel like that's had, you know, a big difference over the course of the weeks. Yeah, definitely well, well deserved right there. Um, I just seen, you know, especially him coming back from his first injury and stuff, I just seen him kind of take initiative to lead the team, lead the offense, you know, and really just take it upon himself to, you know, be the guy who he is, who we know he is. So um, I just think he just coming out there like, you know, I'm going to make sure I make these plays and I'm going to make sure I make these throws and give my guys opportunities. And I think that's been the biggest difference. Yeah. I mean, he's, he just, he's the same, you know, he's, he's a quiet guy, but, you know, you can tell he just wants to win. Like you can see it around in his body language. You can see it in his eyes when he's on the field. You know, he just wants to be a guy that makes an impact and gives his guys chances. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would say that's pretty much it. Like he's he's definitely just on it. You know, he's a professional. He wants, you know, he's putting guys in the right situation. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, man, a lot, uh, just all over the place, you know, like, I started off at Arizona State, you know, obviously beforehand I was a JUCO athlete. So uh, it just shows that, you know, I battled through adversity. You know, I'm somebody that, you know, when it when things get tough, you know, I just find a way out of it. And um, that's what I just continue to do daily, especially here, you know, thankful for the opportunity and just want to come out here and make plays for my team pretty much. Yeah, definitely 100%. Um, it was funny because I typically don't like celebrate like Halloween and stuff. Like I just, it's like nonchalant about it, but for whatever reason, I just thought of my brother and I could just imagine him like telling me like get dressed up and like go out with my teammates and stuff. So basically that's what I did. And I finally put on a costume and just had a little bit of fun with it. But yeah, a hundred percent, you know, I think about him 
I'm inspired by him. And, uh, you know, I just try to feel his energy pretty much. That is Tim White as he spoke to us after practice today. And remember, you can go tightcats.ca for the full comments that he made. Lots of great stuff from him there, talking about his brother uh, who was tragically uh, killed by police in an accident 10 years ago. Um, and yeah, talking about his Halloween costume, how he's inspired to to go out for Halloween, thinking of his brother. So a great guy, and uh, he's been great to get to know and great to watch on the field as well. He's uh, all to, you know been one of the I mean, one of the many bright spots for this Ticats team this season, but definitely a bright spot uh, to see what Tim White has been able to do this season. Speaking of receivers, very pleased now to be joined by the wide receiver coach for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That is Jared Baines. And uh, Coach Baines, really your first full season as uh, as the wide receivers coach. So just to that vein, I wanted to check in with how the season's been going uh, with you. It's been awesome. You know, uh, it's a little bit of ups and downs on the climb to the summit uh, that we're at right now, but uh, it's been super positive from my end. You know, uh, we have a very talented, and I think the first time we spoke, we talked about kind of the talent across our group. So it's been a pleasure to work with the, uh, you know, just the group we have. We, we, we've moved a couple of guys in and out that have been, um, you know, ex- exciting to work with and seeing their first CFL start and first CFL touchdown it's it's just uh it's amazing to see the wealth of talent that our scouting department's been able to bring from the receiver position because even now you know, we've unfortunately had to let guys go that i still think are extremely talented players and, and should be in this league in some capacity going forward but it's it's just been an absolute treat with the room that we have with the coaches that i'm working with so it's been a treat so far for the first what are we at 12 games now 12 yeah. games coming up to, to that point i mean to What's it like to see guys who, who are so talented, who have that raw talent? So guys like, you know, Tim White, guys like Stephen Dunbar, who come into this raw, like really raw when it comes to the Canadian game. What's that experience like for you to see kind of that moment click for them and see, oh, okay, I get it. Or to see that development in the kind of Canadian style that we're used to seeing. Yeah, those two were pretty advanced, you know, in terms of their understanding of the game. I would say, you know, um, what the one main thing that guys initially struggle with, and I say it's pretty much across the board for Americans, is that is the waggle and the, and the different variants of movement you can get in the Canadian game. So it will always take a week or two. And it was nice maybe a little to have that extra long training camp this year uh, where there was a little more time to, to work through that. Um, but with those guys and, and for most of the guys we have, in terms of understanding of concepts and, and understanding of, what we're trying to accomplish with our offense. You know, I think um, Coach Condell does an awesome job relating it to concepts that they might have previously understood in a different offense. And I think they've done a great job of adapting their previous understanding to include Canadian football and the waggle and the nuances with that and the releases according to that, as well as motions and all that. So I think it's been, um, you know, fun to watch uh, with those guys. But it's it was, I would say, for most of them, it's been a relatively easy transition minus a week or so of training camp where we're really trying to get used to the Canadian motions, the Canadian waggle and that. Uh, speaking of that, I mean, there there have been games this season where, where Jalen Acklin has been your most experienced 
receiver out there. And as a receivers coach, when you have guys in the room like Banks and Addison and, and earlier in the season and Posey, and the most experienced guy you can put out is, is Jalen Acklin. What have you seen from him as he takes this next step into, into a guy that you know other teams have to kind of go above and beyond in terms of scouting out as, as kind of the number one target here? But what have you seen from him kind of from year one to year two? Yeah, he does a great job of leading by example. First of all, he's, you know, he's a definitely a fun loving guy off the field. But when you get him on the field, like he's extremely locked in, extremely intense. Uh, and not that he plays angry, but he definitely has an intensity about him that I think others gravitate towards. Um, you know, with him, he's been and we asked him in 2019 to actually play a few different positions. So it was um, probably difficult for him, but it probably helped his growth in the game. And you know, for us, he's been extremely helpful because he's a guy that's played those multiple positions. So he definitely has an understanding of the complete offense. So he's been able to, at times when there's confusion, try to correct things, try to get things right, try to put guys in the right position. So it's been a blessing to have him. And, you know, he's really done a good job this year with being more vocal and being more assertive in, you know, he knew this stuff and he continued to know this stuff last year, but now he's being more vocal. And he's, like I said, he's, he's going out of his way to correct things and make things right. And if guys have a question, they are not hesitant at all to go to Ackland because they know he knows what's, what's going on. And to that point, I mean, I, I, I've talked to Steven and, and Tim about this too. Having, having Brandon Banks in the room, I mean, he's the MOP for a reason. He knows this game better than just about anybody who steps onto the field. What, for you as a coach, what's it like having a speedy B in the room to kind of not even just bounce ideas off of, but you know, to, to kind of use him to help other guys explain it a little bit better? What, the, the, the value of speedy B on the field and off, just, just touch on that real quick. Yeah. I mean, he is, he is a wealth of knowledge. There's no doubt. He's not that I'm saying he's, it's, it's, it's tough for to coach him because he's seen so much and he knows so much and it's he, a lot of the times he can kind of stop you halfway in between your coaching point and say, I, I gotcha. And you can kind of have that mutual understanding of a look at him and you're like, Oh, you, you saw what I saw. And he'll kind of know it, it's, it's cool to have him around. You know, he definitely is a guy we'll call on for some of our base routes and we'll say, Speedy, what do you think? Or what'd you see here? So we do try to solicit his opinion within that. You know, he has, I'd say his best feel is for, you know, vertical routes and the movement involved with the game. So it is great to see it. Um, and we do try to actively call on him at times to kind of give his perspective within it. Um, but he has been um, awesome to, to kind of bounce, idea off, bounce ideas off of. And then, you know, on things that other guys are struggling with or other guys are kind of learning, he's able to kind of pull them aside and just chat through things with them. So it, it's awesome because, you know, it's, it's great for me as a coach to stand up there and correct. But I think, you know, a lot of the times – the players do appreciate feedback from their peers, especially from those who have the vast experience that Speedy B would have in this league. So I think it is appreciated by the rest of the group, just with his experience for being able to provide that knowledge to them. Uh, we, we were asking Jeremiah earlier this week about uh, Tyler Ternowski and uh, what, you know, he, he was called into the game. He comes up, he makes a great catch. And as soon as we asked, uh, solely about it he just kind of cracked a smile we asked about him being a hometown kid what what's it been like to to see Turnowski kind of take everything in this is a big year obviously as a rookie you come in you're a Hamilton kid uh what have you seen from from Tyler Turnowski this season 
Well, first of all, he's been uh, uh, an absolute force on special teams, which has been his, you would say, his main role so far. Um, you know, he has the distinctly tough job, and a lot of people wouldn't know this. He's like, what's the toughest receiver position? Well, it's it, the toughest receiver position at times can actually be the one that's not on the field and the one that has to be the sixth receiver because he's tasked with learning really all five positions. So complete credit to him. And, and you know, with him, he, he was obviously super tuned in and super smart. So we were doing some meetings, some Zoom meetings in the offseason that he kind of brought upon and wanted to do. So I was trying to filter that info to him in the offseason. But he came from an offense actually that used a lot of the same terminology. So it was the transition was relatively easy for him. You know, he definitely has a feel for the Canadian game being so successful for all those years at Waterloo, but he has just been an absolute delight to work with. I think all the guys love him and gravitate towards him with his energy. Anytime he gets on the field, he's flying. He wants to finish on a Jersey. He wants to run to the football. Um, and like I said, he's been an absolute force on special teams, which has been a kind of a, a nice treat for us. We always knew he'd be a good receiver and he will continue to be a good receiver but his ability to play special teams and his ability to be that sixth receiver and to really slot into any position, whether it's a wide out, whether it's a slot to the boundary, to the field, he has been more than acceptable and more than willing to learn all that stuff and take on that uh, tough job because it really is a tough job, that sixth receiver position within this offense. Coach Baines, it's always great to catch up with you. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Louis. My thanks to Jared Baines, wide receivers coach for the Ticats. Coach Baines for joining me today. And my thanks to you for tuning in as well. Really do appreciate it. We are back tomorrow. Same time, same place. We'll have the depth chart in our hands. We'll break it down for you. All getting set for Friday's game against the BC Lions. Make sure to subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network so you never miss an episode. Go check out some of the other great shows we have for you, including a brand new episode of Morielli and Hitch on the Ticats Audio Network. Thanks for tuning in today. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. For the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today with Louis B. Subscribe, like, and get your Ticats fix every weekday.